This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. My feline friends, this is Michelle Fern, host of Catitude, and I'm so excited to be talking to everyone today. As some of you know, I was not always a cat person. I still think of myself as not really a cat person, but a pet person. But I know many people listening to Catitude are strongly think of themselves as cat people, and that's it. But you know, my crew, I have cats and dogs, and it got me to thinking. Wow, this would be a really funny show if you thought about the differences between dogs and cats. And what was interesting for me is, okay, I had dogs growing up as a child, you know, and as an adult. And this is how I met my first cat. There was meowing outside my house. I opened up the door and there he walked in and that was it. So (laughs) I don't know if it was being in the right place, the right time for both of us or what. And that cat was Dennis and Dennis was cold. So he was meowing. It was a cold night and, you know, we're based in the South. So cold meaning it was probably maybe, maybe 40 degrees And he just waltzed in like he owned the place. And of course, I did the right thing. You know, I I went to Humane Society, made sure he wasn't chipped. I put up signs all over the place and nobody claimed him. And this is Dennis's personality. He's very, well, I kind of thought of him. I thought he was a dog in, he has kind of a dog's personality in cat's clothing. He's very dog-like, which is weird. I mean, I once made a comment to, uh, you know, a neighbor that has cats. I literally said, you know, your cat's very snarky. My cat doesn't do any of this. Thinking, you know, my cat's so much better. Yeah, right. I just happened to have a cat that was, I don't know, maybe the, the cat gods or somebody was looking out for me and said, you know, we want you to get into cats. And this is how we're going to slowly emerge you into the world of cats. Dennis, I don't know. He's a rescue. He's a mix of breeds. I am thinking he's part Maine Coon. I have heard over and over that Maine Coon cats, they're called the dog of cats. And I kind of think that's true. Dennis, you know, he comes when he's called all the time. He likes to lay on the rug on his back with his belly up. And we'll get into more of that. But I learned about cats' bellies. So that was interesting. He eats dog food, which he has plenty of cat food, but he eats dog food, which might have been the cause of when he was very sick at one point. But, you know, we didn't give him the dog food. He literally slashed open the bag of dog food. So I learned about cat's claws from that and and other ways I've learned about cat's claws. But Dennis was just... And he still is a wild child. You know, he's been through his bumps and, you know, he bumps and hurdles over the years. He has an ear hematoma. So now he even looks a little silly in a way, but it's so lovable. He has one regular ear and one that's all scrunched down. And I found out that 
This is unusual for cats. It mostly happens in dogs. So there you go. I told you, he's like the dog of cats. He's very dog-like. He doesn't fetch or anything, but you know what? Neither do my other dogs. They're, they're a little spoiled. But let's get on with other things because then I acquired two real cats, <laughs> not dog cats, but real cats. And that's Charlotte and Molly. And I learned a lot about what the difference is between dogs and cats. And I did a lot of researching around the internet. I just want to mention this site because I found some of the greatest, funniest cartoons. It's called BoredPanda.com. Okay, it's BoredPanda.com. We'll have a link on PetLifeRadio.com for this episode that will link you to BoredPanda.com. Some of my info is from there, from reading the cartoons and going, you know, it's inspired, I should say, from Bored Panda. Or do a search for, you know, difference between cats and dogs, and I'm sure Bored Panda will come up, and that's how I found it. So here's my list of what I came up with um, with a little inspiration from Board Panda, some other sites around the internet of the differences between dogs and cats. Let's talk about affection. Dogs, they greet you. My dog will hear the ringtone and get all excited and just wait at the door because he knows I'm going to be home soon, you know? So excited. I come in. He's like, whoa, whoa, so happy to see me. Woo, woo, you know? And what does my cat do? She sits there. And looks and goes, okay, if she's having a good day. And this is Molly because Charlotte likes to hide a lot. Dennis always comes in the door. Molly, eh, I'd give her like maybe 60%. So I feel kind of honored. So big difference in affection. And things like that dogs do, you know, they lick, they wag the tail. Although I've heard that wag the tail doesn't mean, hi, how are you? But, you know, they're all excited. Cats They'll lick, but not because they're, and it's not good to get cat licks because there's a lot of bacteria in their mouth, but cats will lick, not because, oh, I'm so happy to see you, lick, lick, kiss, 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 kiss. They lick your hand when they smell something interesting and they want to know what it is. And then their licks are like sandpaper, wet sandpaper running along your fingers. So... That's how cats are as far as affection goes. Maybe the best you'll get is they'll creep on top of you with their paws to try to find a comfortable position and settle on your stomach and say, I'm here, pet me. Which brings me to another interesting thing, which is petting. I didn't think there was a big difference. I mean, I, I guess I never thought about it, the difference between petting dogs, petting cats. And I learned the no-nos right away. Dogs, pretty much you can pet them anywhere, you know, within reason. I mean, why are you going to pet their paws, right? Dogs are sensitive about their paws, you know, but you can pet them behind their ears, on their back, on their tummy, give them a tummy rub, you know, on their face, on their chin. They love, well, you know, on their neck. They love it all. Oh, and dogs, you can be rough if you want, you know, or or gentle. You could just, you know, haven't you seen the, you know, imagine the, hi, how you doing? All that roughing up and, you know, that. Okay, well, I thought you could do that with cats. Oh, man, was I wrong. First of all, this is the cat's do's and don'ts. Cats like it gentle, very gentle. 
I've heard, and I've heard this from a lot of vets and a lot of people that are professional cat people, and cats like you to be very, very gentle. Also, specific places, cats do not like when you rub their back. They do not like when you rub their belly. If they even allow you to rub your belly, they think you're a goddess or something, or you're high on their level of, you know, esteemed people because they normally do not like belly rubs. Where do cats allow you to pet them? What I would think is their more vulnerable spot on their face, on their chin, behind their ears, maybe a little neck. That's it. (laughs) Otherwise, be careful of the claw. That's all I have to say. Just be careful of the claw because it might come out. I guess most importantly, leave the back alone, leave the belly alone, be gentle, and you'll be okay and unscathed from petting your cat in the wrong way. They'll tell you if they don't like it. Dogs, they'll like move around a little. Cats will just slice you. Okay, let's talk about, this is an interesting thing. My first cat, Dennis, he eats everything. So I thought, okay, cats eat everything, right? No, no, no. Dogs are pretty much, you know, not too fussy. But cats, nope. It's interesting, you know, if I'm eating and it's something Dennis wants and I happen to be having a very casual dinner on the couch in front of the TV, you know, my lazy time after a crazy day, I'm sitting there with my my salad and I get a tap and the paw comes out and that's Dennis saying, I want a little piece of the chicken that's in your salad. Zeus will sit in front of me. Zeus is the dog panting like crazy, but Dennis sits there and taps me and then stares and you can't put it on. I can't put it like on the arm of the couch for Dennis. No, I have to hold it for him until he has licked it enough that he decides to bite it. And of course, for cats, pieces have to be very small. But even the easier cats require a lot of finesse when you are feeding them. You know, a a little snack. That's just how it is. And luckily, between having three cats, thank goodness for our cat tree trays, because the food's elevated so the dogs don't gobble it. But they luckily do eat all everything they're supposed to. So, and they all have their own bowls. And for the most part, they go to the right place every single time. So I'm thankful I don't have that problem. So that's my big thing with the food. Also, you notice how your dogs gobble and cats will eat quietly and stare at you. Another fun thing about cats. Okay. Before we go to break, I just want to tell you about something fantastic I just did. I just took a picture of my little diva, Molly, and I went to paintyourlife.com. I sent them in the picture. They made a couple of enhancements to it, and I chose the style of picture I wanted, you know, whether it was oil or watercolor or charcoal, I decided on oil. And they did the painting from the photograph. And when this painting arrived, I could not believe it. It is unbelievably fantastic. It's beautiful. It's so lifelike. You could actually, you want to reach out and just, you know, touch her whisker. I mean, it's beautiful. And I decided to have it framed. So it came framed, ready to go. It's already on my wall. Absolutely beautiful. 
And, you know, think this is a great way to cherish your pet forever, a great way to memorialize your pet, a great way to, you know, if you have a picture of a pet that recently passed, what a great gift for yourself or maybe for someone else in your life. For everyone listening, I have a special discount just for the listeners for Pet Life Radio. Order now from paintyourlife.com and save 20% using my exclusive code, PETLIFE20. And all my listeners will also qualify for free shipping. It's PETLIFE20 and you also qualify for free shipping. Stay tuned, we're going to be right back. It's the Cats of Laughing Thunder in The New Businesses Adventure. Follow the hilarious adventures of the cartoon cats of Laughing Thunder as they each launch a business to earn money. Sven starts a cooking show with dishes that are a bit bizarre. Yolanda builds a robot with serious issues. Fritz buys a blimp to film weather videos. Pumpkin publishes a how-to-be unmannerly website, but they face many troubles along the way. From silly adults to stupid teens. From unruly robots to wild weather. Will they succeed? Find out in this awesome illustrated children's fiction book featuring the Cats of Laughing Thunder in the new Businesses Adventure. You can purchase their latest adventure book at shop.laughingthunder.com. That's shop.laughingthunder.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is something that I just think it's interesting. You know, whenever you have guests over, whether they're relatives or friends or, you know, someone new to your home, what does the dog do? Right? For the crotch, right? I mean, maybe because they're at that level with some people, but they're always, let me sniff you. My nose is in your crotch all the time. You warn the people there's a dog coming and I guess they have to cover themselves, but my dogs are okay. They're not too bad with that. The cats are easier. They just go away. Their attitude is, hey, I don't want to mess with your guests. I'm busy. It's nap time for me. Or I need to go out on the veranda and have, you know, check out the bugs and the insects and other stray cats around there that I could talk to in cat language. Maybe cats are easier if you have guests often because they usually run away. Here's another thing I learned about cats. Dogs and puppies, they love to be picked up and cuddled. Almost every dog I've had, I've never had a problem with cuddling with them and holding them. Cats, no, no, uh-uh. Dennis, I can pick up and, and hold. He doesn't care. Some cats are good like that. I have to say, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the people that listen to Catitude written me and said, my cat's nice and cuddly, so don't rag on the cats, you know, and saying they're not. I'm not saying they're not nice and cuddly, but, you know, Molly... You cannot pick her up. Two seconds and she'll give you a, you know, and out comes the slicer, her paws. So you have to go at their pace when they want. Now, this is something interesting in thinking about it because, you know, you think of cats as more 
they want more finesse. They're more, they have in their mind that they're more, they're better than everyone else. They want the prestige. They're, you know, princess, prince, cat. But if you think about it, what do cats like to play with? You know, I've had so many different, you know, products sent to me from Pet Life Radio to try out and also on my other show, Best Bets for Pets, and many products. And they like a lot of them. But what is their favorite? A paper bag. Oh, or a box. The box is even better. That's another favorite. And they're, well, how much are boxes when you have your delivery of, say, something you ordered online and you have the box? What does that cost? Nothing. It's just the box. It's going in the trash or in the recycle bin, I should say. What is the bag cost from the supermarket, you know, that you have your, you're going to recycle it eventually, but they just contain your groceries. There's no cost. That drives them crazy. They love hiding in bags and boxes and um, well, if the bag is paper, if it's plastic, they like playing with it because they like hearing the scrunchy noise. Your dog, on the other hand, what do you buy? Toys that are going to be, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 bucks, you know, whatever it is. And if you have a chewer, hopefully you've listened to some of the best beds for pet shows for we have some toys that are very, very, very durable. But there's so many out there that if you have a chewer, it's not going to last, especially if you have an insanely crazy chewer like Miss Lily that's tested a couple of things there. She just gets in there. Now we have Daisy, who's kind of on our extended crew team, and she's a chewer too. Cats, they're easy. They just, hey, just give them some catnip, you know? And that makes me think of, why don't we have anything for dogs? There should be dognip or something. Catnip, it's like party time for cats. Dogs, they just miss out. There's nothing like that for dogs. If there is, write me, michelle at petliferadio.com. Let me know what it is because I have no idea. Okay, this is one of my favorites, sort of, because, you know, cats are easy. You give them food that they must like, not that you like, it's what they prefer. And you have a box of litter and that's it. Easy. Well, except for cleaning the litter box, but maybe you can get your partner or mate or roommate or someone to take care of that for you. Then we have dogs. You walk them and you have to carry bags with you. They do their business and hopefully they do their business you know, fast enough when it's raining. And so little, little extra effort there, but litter box. And we just got an automatic one at my house because, hey, this leads on to another subject, how cats tell you what they want. But the automatic litter box is great. That means less. And if you have a dog and a cat in the same household, you really need an automatic litter box. I won't disgust you by what dogs do, but those of us that have both know. Okay, so I'm going to finish with how cats communicate to you because this was a learning lesson. You know, dogs kind of show you what they need in a way. You know, they'll just kind of like tell you or if they have to go out, like say if they have a stomach ache and they have to go out more than usual, they'll they'll motion to the door, they'll let you know. Well, cats just do what they want until you finally guess it's what they want. <laughs> you guess what they're saying. For example, I bought a beautiful rug to put under, you know, the coffee table area. 
And, you know, I probably had it three days on what is, what happens. I come home, there's cat poop and pee on it. And, you know, I cleaned it and luckily it came out, the cat pee, you couldn't, it wasn't, couldn't smell it. Okay. Then on the couch, had a bite. Now, if your cat pees, you know, it smells kind of like skunk grass. You cannot get that out. What you have to do is get a urine cleaner for cat urine, not just pet urine. It has to be for cat urine. Then Charlotte did it again, but on another rug that I had that was a little older, but still clean that up. Then she did it again. So I talked to some of my vet friends, Dr. Jeff, Dr. Bernadine, Dr. Kat, Dr. Justine, and I, you know, what is she telling me? I don't know what she wants. And I heard over and over, open litter box. Now, I know there's schools of thought. Some people like the open litter box. Some people like the closed. I really prefer the closed because, again, I have two dogs. So, you know, besides the smell, I have two dogs. And I know there's a lot of great litters out there, but... I have two dogs, so, and one is like a hound type, so we won't go there. So I thought, how am I going to do this? So I got an open litter box and just, I was on, I stayed nearby. So if the, as soon as she did her business, I could scoop it into a bag. But, you know, it got to where I wasn't fast enough, which led to the automatic litter box, which was a saving grace. But what is interesting is that how does the dog communicate? They kind of tell you, they move to the door, they do this, they do that, and they show you. The cats, they do what they got to do, and you have to figure it out, what they need. And this is also important to know, because when cats don't feel good, they're not very good at communicating. And dogs are a little better, but cats are very bad. So, and rule of thumb and I'm, you know, no way a vet, but what I've heard over and over from vets is that if it's something serious, even if it's not, take your pet to the vet, take your kitty to the vet, take your pooch to the vet. You don't want something that seems like a little sniffle to turn into something that's a lot worse. And there's so many things that are contagious. So if you have one cat sick, before you know it, two cats are sick. But rule of thumb is, if your, you know, your dog or cat is eating okay and pooping okay, then it's nothing <laughs> catastrophic. It's, but still see your vet, get it taken care of because waiting can often lead to disastrous, you know, results. So you don't want to wait. Before we go to break, I just want to tell you about this great new litter I found. Molly and Dennis and Charlotte love it. And what's even more important, mama loves it a lot. It's called Pretty Litter. And what it does that it makes it so different from any other litter I've ever used is it has a built-in health monitoring system. So the litter actually changes color to let you know if there's anything going on with your cat. Because cats hide their health issues. They don't really talk and tell you about it until it's almost too late. So 
what this does is it starts off, it actually starts off really pretty. It's a white crystal and it will turn colors as your cat does its business. There's actually a color code on the bag and it lets you know if it turns this color, you know, monitor it because it might be time to see your vet and check it out. Also, what I love is that it's eco-friendly, it's scoopable, it's absorbent, it has low dust, it has great odor control, and probably one of the best things, one four-pound bag lasts a month with for one each cat. That is fabulous. And, well, no, I love that, but I love this too. It's also delivered right to your door. You can get it on subscription and it just comes to your door every month. Now, the other wonderful thing is that I have a special code for all my Catitude friends. Go to prettylitter.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code cat101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. That's prettylittercats.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code CAT101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. Can't beat that. Okay, and lastly, this is to summarize what the difference between cats and dogs. Think about this. A dog is considered man's best friend. What are cats considered? A roommate that poops in a box. (laughs) I hope you like this edition of Catitude a little bit different. I just wanted to give some background. And I have to say, after having, you know, being a cat mom for now, mm, I think about seven, eight years. Although, you know, many of those years are with Dennis and he's not a real cat. He is a cat, but he's like a cat dog. I have learned a lot and I've come to appreciate and respect them. And that is why I now have three on my crew. I also have two that I take care of that are community cats outside. And they are not only just fed. They see the vet or they've been fixed. They have flea medicine. You know, they're taken care of. I don't just put food and say they're in my home. So now having five cats, I've learned a great deal. And I'm considering myself a cat mom and a dog mom and Hey, thanks to everyone for listening to Catitude. You've made Catitude one of the most popular shows on Pet Life Radio. So huge thank you. Any comments, suggestions, questions, just send an email. Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. I try to personally respond to every email I receive. It's not always possible, but I really try. Any topics for any future shows, send them on. Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Now, a huge thank you to my whole crew because, hey, the cats, you know, I learned to be a cat mom from them. Thank you, Dennis and Charlotte and Molly and Sammy and Jethro. And thanks to my dogs, too, even though it's we're on Cat too. But thanks to my dogs, too. Thanks to Nikki and Zeus, because you made me appreciate the difference between dogs and cats. And I'm not saying one is better than the other. I don't think that at all. They're just different. I think what I'm trying to get here is that I am so happy I've been able to learn the difference between dogs and cats and appreciate the difference between dogs and cats. So I hope you've had fun listening to this show. There's, again, I'd like to mention Bored Panda with some of my inspiration. You can go to do a search for 
the difference between cats and dogs and Bored Panda should come up or go to Bored Panda and you um, hopefully can find it. They have about, there must be about 40 different, 50 different cartoon illustrations of the differences between cats and dogs, which is, they're just hilarious. And you read them and just go, oh, of course, of course, of course. So thanks also to everyone listening, all my feline friends out there. Appreciate it so much. And thanks to Mark Winner, my producer, for making me sound, oh, so much better than I am. Thank you so much. And keep listening. There's going to be a lot of great shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.